79 COVID-19 test results are in today. Two were positive. Chief Medical Officer Dr. John Lee says one of the two has a travel history and another is the contact of a previously reported case. The outputs came in at 80 positives year to date, nine people with symptoms currently, 33 asymptomatic cases, and the number of recovered cases at 35. There are still two people in the hospital. The Premier has some good news for the BRAC. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solens has the details. Cabinet passes new prevention, control and suppression of COVID-19 Cayman BRAC 2020 regulations. These regulations will come into effect this evening, 7th of May, once gazetted and will expire on the 31st of May 2020. They will repeal and replace the provisions in the current uh, prevention, control and suppression of COVID-19 regulations as they relate to Cayman Brac. Premier Alden McLaughlin says depression level in Cayman Brac is now lowered to level three, Little Cayman nears level two, while Grand Cayman remains at level four. As of this weekend, Cayman Brac will no longer be under a 24 hard lockdown on Sundays. Instead, there will be a curfew from 8 p.m. to 5 a.m. seven days per week. That the curfew re relating to the beach, the, the water, the Iron Shore will also be lifted this after, this evening. Public places are required to maintain social distancing protocols. Of at least six feet between persons and only provide services where such distancing can be maintained or achieved. Dining at the outdoor areas only of restaurants will be possible in Cayman Brac again. The number of people who can gather together will be increased to a maximum of 25 persons. Close to 32% of Cayman Brac have had samples taken. Only one person has tested positive for COVID-19 on the island. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. The Premier says face masks or face coverings are required for those indoors in a public place who are unable to maintain a distance of at least six feet from other people. Public meetings include leisure, recreational or spiritual activities, including those organized by service clubs. So that means that churches, service clubs and community organizations can now hold meetings, but they must maintain social distancing measures. Bars will remain closed in the BRAC at least until 50 percent of the population has tested negative for COVID-19 or the new regulations expire, whichever comes first. Civil servants will continue to work from home unless deemed an essential worker. And one more bit of good news for Cayman BRAC. Fishing and boating is allowed again with a two-person limit per vessel. His Excellency the Governor today warned that the return of international travel is unlikely as pressure to reopen the country's borders continues. Radio Cayman's Shanda Gallego has the details. The global spread of the COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic threatens everyone. And His Excellency Governor Martin Roper says the biggest risk is the border. Our international um, border, until there is a vaccine or until we're able to test people um, very quickly, either before they arrive or when they arrive here, and a vaccine still remains a long way off. Uh, this immunity testing, which the science is still not clear that that um, is going to arrive um, soon. And we're being offered every day uh, sort of rapid tests for COVID-19, but none of those 
are approved at the moment. And as the pandemic continues to rage, Governor Roper says people are concerned about the prospect of the borders being shut for the next three, four months. But he says this is the reality that we face in these extraordinary times. We will keep the, the science and the technology under close review. and But the scale of international travel that we were all used to pre-COVID is unlikely to return for a very long time. And that is just the reality um, that we all need to live with um, at the present time. Speaking of travel, Governor Roper reported that there are still seats available for the upcoming flight to Canada on May 22nd. Um, being organised by Nicole Poirier and we've put details out of how you can contact Nicole uh, and there are no other flights planned for Canada at the moment so if you are considering a need to go to Canada do think seriously about taking uh, that opportunity. The Dominican Republic flight is confirmed for May 17th and details on how you can book on that will be given tomorrow. The Miami flight is also confirmed and details will be given tomorrow as well. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Shanda Gallego. Police Commissioner Derek Byrne expressed concern today about the operations and interpretation that some people are taking on the shelter-in-place regulations or soft curfew in Grand Cayman. As of 6 o'clock this morning, the commissioner said there had been 481 individual warnings for prosecution. 298 breaches of hard curfew, 184 breaches of soft curfew. Additionally, between the 15th and the 23rd of April, there were 110 tickets for violations issued. So in total, 592 breaches of curfew, and there are some additional tickets in the system not included in these figures. Commissioner Byrne says the police saw eight incidents of people breaking hard curfew by either swimming, fishing or snorkeling. The most serious incident was on the 4th of May when a group of six individuals were caught snorkeling in the West Bay District. Two incidents where persons broke curfew by operating a business without permit or exemption. There was an incident on the 5th of May on Shedden Road, Georgetown, where our officers found a man running a barber shop with three customers sitting close beside each other inside. Two incidents where large groups of seven plus persons have ignored social distancing. This includes an incident yesterday where officers attended the location and observed nine males playing dominoes at the rear of a licensed premises in Georgetown. All were warned for prosecution. And in the past seven days alone, there have been 34 incidents involving breach of curfew, resulting in warnings for prosecution to 63 individuals. While saying that crime overall is stable, the commissioner today did address a shooting last night and machete incident this morning. One man is under arrest and another seriously hurt as police investigate gang tension emerging in the West Bay area which manifested in a reported shooting last night. No persons were injured. It also resulted in a serious assault uh, involving the use of a machete this morning, resulting in a serious hand injury and one person brought to hospital and currently detained. The commissioner says the investigations have begun into the two incidents, which are connected. As in the normal course of events, we conducted start investigations last night, scenes of crime took over this morning, and the investigation is progressing. Uh, there was an escalation in violence this morning, and the two incidents are connected. So there's a lot going on that needs to be disseminated correctly. So we're still in the early stages of the investigation. He says it's likely two people will be arrested in connection with the incidents. Armed response units have been dedicated to West Bay, and the commissioner says a plan of action is in place for heightened police presence in the district for the foreseeable future. As the National Emergency Operations Center continues taking steps to ensure that frontline workers have the personal protective equipment needed to do their jobs safely, it is now reaching out to non-medical staff who need face masks. 
The initial priority is with frontline staff, as in those who interact with members of the public as part of their jobs. Uh, also being prioritised are other essential staff, and that is people providing direct or support services from locations where they do not come into contact with the public, but may of course have shared space with colleagues who do. Director of Hazard Management Cayman Islands Danielle Coleman tells Radio Cayman the special focus is on those who have to do their work in public buildings, or who must from time to time visit those buildings for work purposes. If you're a civil servant and you have questions, email hrconnect at gov.ky for more information. Since the first case of coronavirus in Cayman was confirmed in March, restaurants and food businesses around the country have been affected in a variety of ways. Some have completely shut down, others are only doing customer pickup, and some have been offering delivery services. Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin now speaks with Roger Alexis Espinal of Latin Taste Restaurant, who shares how the business is being affected by COVID-19. Very, very slow. Well, Pretty much is, I would say, is a decrease in sales. We're looking at 25%. We're doing 25% compared to the 100%. You know what I mean, right? So it, it has been very slow and it's coming up slowly as the government opened up some of the other companies and, and shops and retailing, you know, all the uh, gardeners as well going on the road. Okay, well, can you tell me, like, what sort of changes you guys have made to adjust to this new normal? Oh, of course. Uh, there's definitely be looking at more deeper into the hygiene uh, when it comes to serving food, when it comes to all your surroundings, especially in the restaurants. Right now, we're just dealing with stuff inside, but compared to that, is uh, all the surroundings have to be clean as there are a lot of disinfectants, wipes going on, a lot of Clorox, a lot of vinegar usage into the, well, you say the working benches and, and the countertops all around. And pretty much just being aware of keeping yourself clean at all times, which is something that sometimes we take for granted. Now that we have find COVID, uh, there's, uh, there's this awareness now that brings us more cleanliness to our personal as, 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 a, as a business and as a person, really. Okay, sounds good. And, and what about the menu? Has the menu changed in any way or everything still the same? Well, pretty much uh, we, we have uh, the cooks to order. The orders to cook, uh, we have that pretty much. Uh, and we have decreased in, in, in some parts of the menu as business is not there as, as a 100%. So in order for us to bring out the menu to how it was, to the, the amount of cooking and the, and the variety, we have to came and have to open up a bit more in order for us to do that or else we're going to lose. All right. All right. My, my last question to you, with all that's happening right now, why should people order from Latin Taste? Um, Latin Taste is uh, we've been here uh, serving the community for over 15 years now. We're a place that people know how clean we are. Uh, they are, they come here, visit us. Uh, we have a lot of customers that visit the place just because of the cleanliness and because of the taste of the food as well, which is more homemade text to the other restaurants that are around town as well. But uh, we, we focus more on the Spanish. And we are very popular for the Baleara, uh, which is something that uh, we're bringing in from Honduras, of course. There are some flights going away now, evacuating the island, but locals have grasped the idea of, of eating the Baleara. So our locals, actually, we have a, a big amount of locals looking for Baleara's and uh, pasteles and that. Spanish food. Latin Taste employees wear masks and gloves when they're delivering food, not just as a public safety concern, but also to ease fear among the community.
All right, more now with Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin, this time a look at sports. Thank you, April. Looking at sports for today, the current coronavirus pandemic has brought about unforeseen levels of uncertainty across all sports, including that of boxing. With return dates unknown and social distancing measures still required, many top boxers in Cayman have been forced to stay as sharp as possible from home in preparation for when that call comes. 2019 Caribbean boxing champion and heavyweight gold medalist Jaden Eccleston says his his motivation is winning, and that's what keeps him going. Well, Coach Floyd Trumpet, he's always telling us, yeah, we have to continue, we can't stop. So when everything is back to normal, we don't have to start all over again. It's like we hit the resume button, it's still working. What are some of the most challenging things for you during this time, during the pandemic? Well, the only thing is like um, sparring. We don't get to spar because, you know, right. social distancing. So it's mostly like um, shadow boxing, which is good. But like when we would do like hands-on work with the coach, like hand pads, we don't get to do that. We don't get to hit. Those are the things. But I still train, though. We still do most of the training. Run, skipping, push-ups. Uh, do you think if everything gets back to normal come tomorrow and competition starts the following day that you're ready? Uh, absolutely, 100%. <laughs> you're, you sound like you're always ready. Yeah, you know, boxing, boxing is a really tough sport. So it's like you always have to be working hard, working hard. What, what motivates you? What keeps you going? I would say my coach is one because he's always telling us, yeah, you have to come on, come on, work, 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 even when you want to stop. And like, I, w- I, w- I want to win tournaments or win goals or, or Cayman. So those things drive me. So that's okay, because some of the greats, that's what they've said. Winning but, motivates them. I want to win. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, you know, <laughs> exactly. It's a good feeling. So what are some of the things that Coach Trumpet has you guys doing? Well, first of all, we were doing um, Zoom classes. Coach and Rogero. Rogero, we had um, Zoom classes where they would call in the group. And normally he has like a schedule. Every day we have some work to be done, like today, Monday, Tuesday. So he has a plan for the whole week. So we always have work work to do. Okay, I, I spoke with Brandy earlier and I'm, I, I heard from her, but I'm specifically interested in the lockdown championships. Tell me a little bit about that and how you're doing with it. They have on like a shadow boxing competition. So whoever has the best, like we send videos in the group and whoever has the best video get the win. So they had the shadow boxing one and now they're having a skipping one who has like endurance skills who can skip like for two minutes. And how have you done so far with the skipping? Well, I've I've done one video already. Well, it's really good to me. I just hopefully I'll see what the judges the judges say. What are you hoping comes out of all of this at the end? Well, I just hope everything goes back to normal and we get to compete again. Miss the ring, miss the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you do. Do you, have you been in contact with any of your other teammates? Well, yeah, we have we have the group chat where we we communicate with each other and we'll say hey, how are you doing, how is training. You know, it's like. Some, you have to you have to be motivated every day right. because motivation is like a, a shower, a bath. It's required daily. So you need to be motivated every day because today you work out, tomorrow you wake up, you may not feel good. But if, if I only worked out the, the days that I felt good, I'd be totally out of shape. So I have to I, work out even on the days that I'm not feeling good. Eccleston made his ring debut in the Cayman Islands in July of 2019 against Trinidad and Tobago. Two-time Caribbean boxing champion Brandy Barnes makes the best out of her situation. Obviously not being able to train together physically, we've been able to utilize Zoom as a form of connection, I guess. The association has been doing great at keeping us motivated by um, having many challenges, I guess, for us boxers to do, which requires us to 
upload a two to three minute video of us, either a shadow box, shadow box, some skip rope. So like last week, we were all required to submit a three minute video of our best shadow boxing. And by the end of the week, they would crown a winner and the winner usually gets a reward. So it's little things like that that they're trying to keep us interactive and, and motivated. How challenging has this pandemic, this situation that we're in today, how challenging has that been for you as an individual athlete? Personally, I think uh, I've always tried to make the best out of my situation in terms of staying fit. Nothing much has changed. It's it's the same routine. Get up, run, and do um, whatever exercises that needs to be done. I think the only thing that might obviously be challenging for anybody in the situation right now is um, not being able to get enough sparring, and that's crucial to any boxer. But other than that, staying fit and um, conditioned is still the same. If all this was to be called off and we go back to our normal lives and they called for competition, do you think you're ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the point of um, the Zoom calls and the Zoom training sessions with the coaches. It's to stay as fit as possible because at any point, this obviously it's going to have to end at some point and we have to be ready at all times. Okay. I'm particularly interested in the lockdown championships that you guys have going on. Tell me a little bit about that and how are you doing? Last week, I was able to submit about four videos throughout the week of my best shadow boxing, I guess. In the end, Blaze Wood took the crown, which is fair game. This week, we're doing our best skip work. And I think this one is open to the public also. So you you have to submit a two-minute video of your best skipping when they're looking for creativity speed things like that and uh, I, I find it fun you know i mean it's it's friendly competition with us boxers on the team and um it keeps us working towards something the athletes continue the lockdown championship weekly that's it for our update on sports for today i'm dion anglin back to you april thank you dion that is your latest local news from radio cayman's newsroom i'm april cummings